I'm Paul Wiegraf, Director of the Delaware Division of the Arts and your host for today. In the studio with me today is someone who, for whom it is long overdue, uh, Karen Quinn, the director of the Corbett Calloway Memorial Library. The the Corbett Calloway Memorial Library goes all the way back to 1847 with uh, some uh, a, a contribution made by Dr. James Corbett, a young physician at the time. So, uh, so the history of the library is is uh, goes over more than a century and a half. And um, a library that the Division of the Arts has supported for a number of years in arts programming. But Karen, it's great to have you with us today. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. I I think this is a great opportunity to, uh, to hear about the role that the community library plays uh, in the community in general, how libraries have evolved over time, because I know the D- Delaware Division of Libraries uh, is a sister agency of ours. Uh, so we hear a lot from Dr. Annie Norman, the head of state libraries, uh, or the Division of Libraries, about the evolving role. And and I'd love to hear from you, Karen, about uh, sort of the history of the Corbett Calloway Memorial Library and uh, and your experience with it and how you've seen it change over time and the role that it plays in the community. Well, as you said, Paul, our library was established in 1847. And at that time, um, Dr. Corbett gave his own library, which was about 600 volumes, and a small amount of cash to the village of Odessa to start a library. And his vision was a library where children and women could be welcomed and could have library cards. And that was kind of unheard of. So that makes us the oldest free public library in the state. And it puts us kind of in that group of free public libraries in the colonies that allowed children and women to use it. So that heritage has really tempered our and and shaped our heritage in the community. It's a small community, but the library itself is very much a big part of the community. It's very well loved. And, and really, indeed, it takes a library to build a good community. Um, so being serving the area since 1847, we have changed. And since the, since the inception of e-books, we've a lot of people think, well, maybe libraries aren't as relevant anymore, but they truly, truly are, because libraries aren't really just about books. Libraries are about people and places for people and serving people and helping people. Everybody is passionate about something specific. And whatever your passion is, if it's if it's puppies or astrology or, or travel, whatever your passion is, if you come to the library, we can help you sort of tease that out. We can help you, we can pair you with services. We can pair you with books, magazines, pamphlets, dissertations, programming, anything that you're interested in, you can find in the library. If you're looking for a job, come to the library. We will help you with your resume. We will help you with job uh, searching skills. Anything that you want to do, you can you can do in the library. And our our library is is pretty small, and it's in a small little village. But it just from the outside, it's sort of unassuming. But when you step in the doors, it just it pulsates. There's something 
always something going on, and it's it's really exciting. Now the library, I um, I I know that Odessa, uh, its history has been one of a thriving merchant uh, yes. community, mm-hmm. uh, and I know uh, many of the merchants were Quaker. Uh, merchants. I'm curious. Do you know if Dr. Corbett was Quaker? He was indeed Quaker. Because I, uh, having taught in Quaker schools in a former life, I know that there has always been a, a profound commitment to educating all people, not just the young men. So I, it's interesting to hear yes. that this was for women and children. Women and children of any nationality, mm-hmm. women mm-hmm. and children of color were were welcomed until a certain point in the in the 20th century. Mm-hmm. But in 1847, when Dr. Corbett envisioned this library, this is what he had in mind. And you're right, there is uh, he is Quaker, and there is a Quaker meeting in Odessa. Um, Odessa was a thriving grain port in the early, in the late 1700s, and there was a, a a peach drought and a grain, a grain uh, disease that happened in that area at the time, and it sort of dwindled a little bit. At the point, at that point, the village was called Cantwell's Bridge, and when the shipping sort of died out, the great fathers of the community decided to change the name to Odessa, which is a very large and important grain port in Russia. Mm-hmm. And they thought, mm-hmm. ooh, well, let's, let's change our name and that'll make us strong again. Mm-hmm. Um, so there, there are some wonderful old houses, old homes in Odessa, but the one thing that has stayed and endured is the library and mm-hmm. the Friends meeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, uh, looking at the sort of the evolution of the library over time, um, I don't know. How long have you been with the Corbett Calloway? Uh, 26 years. Okay. So how have you seen the usage of that library evolve over time? And because, I mean, the Middletown Odessa area is a, a very rapidly growing area, too. So I, I'm just curious about the uses of the library and, and the populations that you see it serving. Well, believe it or not, our usage has gone up. One of the things that we look at, one of our output measures, is user visits, and they go up constantly, constantly. Now, we do outreach to try to t- show people that we're here and show people what we can do for you. There are a lot of people who may be timid about going to the library. They don't really know, especially people of other cultures who don't really understand what's what they're all about. Everything that we do in the library is free, so you can... It's incredible. You can come in and do ancestry, genealogy work. As I said, look for a job. It's all free. So our user visits have increased, not in no small part because of the programming that we do. We do. We have an, a huge, huge children's program um, that really our reputation kind of goes out beyond Odessa. So every week when we do children's programming, we see people from really all over the state, truly all over Newcastle County. But we'll see people, well, I heard about your library. I heard about this program that's coming up. Um, Many of our programs are, uh, we receive help from the Division of the Arts, and we have for years. And so that has helped us create this really awesome niche in in, in children's programming. And because of that, Families come, 
people who may have been reticent about the library. We had a, a young guy a couple of years ago who had a horrible experience in his high school library and vowed to never come back because he thought the ladies were really mean. Um, but he came back in with his own kids, and he, he said, this library has changed my life. And he's now one of our greatest volunteers, one of our biggest protectors. Um, and so that's really our quest, is to make everybody see how much a library can do for you. Mm-hmm. You can come to a meeting. You can come and, and just have a quiet cup of coffee and read the paper. If you come on Wednesday morning, you won't find a place to park because it's children's <laughs> morning. And it's crazy in Odessa that day. Yeah. Now. You mentioned earlier that uh, the, the building itself is a relatively small building, mm-hmm. but uh, could you speak to how even how you're not restricted in what you can provide based on the size of the building? I mean, how, how does the network work with other libraries and lending and borrowing? And well, Delaware is a one card. State one your library card that you may get in Newcastle or Hokesson, that library card will work in any library in Delaware. Indeed, it works in some of the university libraries, in as much as you can check, you can search the catalogs of these libraries, find something that you're looking for. With a click, you can have it sent to your home library. Hopefully, it's Corbett mm-hmm. Calloway. Mm-hmm. And then you'll get an email, and you can come in and pick it up. Mm-hmm. So there could be some obscure little volume down in Lewis, and you don't feel like driving down there. It can be sent to Corbett mm-hmm. in, in no time. Mm-hmm. So in that sense, we are able to really reach out and, and access anybody's catalog, which really is awesome. As far as what we do within the smallness of our building, we have a nice backyard. We have a huge side yard. We use that to our advantage. We have programming outside. We have a basement, a finished basement, uh, and we program down there as well. So we really take advantage of every little inch of space that we have in the library and and cram it with with programming. We have a very uh, an interesting program this evening. Um, <clears throat> it is a living history, living history gentleman who is going to come in as General Grant, Ulysses S. Grant. Mm-hmm. This guy, I don't think, ever comes out of his uniform or his <laughs> his persona. And so that that kind of thing is super interesting. So you can find humanities programming for adults, arts programming for kids, how-to stuff, makerspace. That's a, a new thing in libraries where you can come in and use our – we have a 3D printer – we have a wind tunnel. You can come in and, and see how these things work and learn how to program on your computer something that you can print on a 3D printer. Mm. Mm. So it's, it's just, it's truly amazing all the things that you can do. Well, I, I want to pursue more the, the types of programming that you're involved in because I know it's quite extensive. But I first want to remind our listeners that you're tuned into News Radio 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. Our guest in the studio today is Karen Quinn, the director of the Corbett Calloway Memorial Library in Odessa. Uh, Karen, we've been talking about uh, the library, its sort of its role in the community. Uh, but what I'd love to do is is move in the direction, and you you started going there with some of the kinds of programming that you do that people unfamiliar with libraries might not be aware of. That that it's really much more than a um, uh, the library is much more than just a resource for 
for information and books. You, you have a lot of cultural programming going on. We have so much stuff going on. We, our weeks are packed with things. Um, we... We try to do innovative things for children all the time. So we're always on the lookout for new artists or new presenters that can come and reach our children. These are kids who live, you know, in sort of a rural area, and there's not really an access to much for a lot of families to see these sorts of things. So we have had um, puppet shows and storytellers and musicians um, next week, we're having a, a puppeteer who's also a, uh, a ventriloquist. So uh, her, her relationship with her puppet, which is a goose, is, will be seamless for the preschoolers. Um, and this is a person who has not visited us before. She's coming from Baltimore. So we're always looking for someone new who sort of fits our purview of what we want. We want innovative. We want educational. We want interactive. We want diverse um, cultures. We have, in a couple of weeks, we're going to welcome a gentleman, a young guy from Colombia, who just recently won a Latin Grammy for children for his children's album. He has been to our library before. In fact, our library was the first library in, a, in uh, Delaware that he ever visited. We just sort of stumbled on his website. And since then, he has done the entire state uh, during our summer program. And then he's coming back again this year. He His name is Andres Salgoro, and his, his program is called Uno, Dos, Tres con Andres. And it's uh, Wednesday, March 8th. It's, an, it's a uh, kind of Spanish immersion rock and roll for preschoolers. It's a blast. It's so much fun. We've had drummers from Africa. We've had storytellers from England. We've had uh, Chinese dancers. It, we're open to anything, mm-hmm. anything. Now, when you when you call in these these uh, uh, different performances, performers, do you work with the the people who attend and and sort of identifying resources that you have, maybe children's books that with related themes or oh, how, yeah, how does surely, that work? Yeah, surely, surely. When someone before a performer comes, we'll we always make a big display of books that would pertain to that topic, mm-hmm. to the topic of the performer or what he's what he's performing, um, because checking out books is certainly one of our foundations that we that we try to always do we don't i don't mean to say that libraries are not about books because they certainly are and we do keep track of our circulation statistics Mm -hmm. but we're it's sort of a it's sort of a fight now against Mm e-books and and people just have such busy lives which is why Mm -hmm. having a library card and being able to order a book on your phone and and swing by and pick it up is is so convenient for people. But getting them in the library, to me, is the most fun. Mm -hmm. We we love to just see the little faces. Um, We also, as I said, do adult programming. Um, A lot of that, we have a a cookbook of the month club Hmm. um this coming the end of february it's a it's a um sweet treats thing so everybody who is involved brings a sweet treat and everybody eats it Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, i'm i'm curious uh for for the library um what what are some of the numbers i mean how many people do you serve do you i i suspect you you track that, and, and I'm just curious, that. you know, a, a, a small community library like your own? Uh, it's a, a very small community library. Um, our building is about 4,500 square feet, so it's kind of little. It's on a back 
street in Odessa. If you drive through Odessa on the main drag, you're not going to see it. But easy access to the historic houses of That's Odessa right. and That's Cantwell's right. Tavern. Cantwell's and, Tavern. And, yeah. We're one block All on from that Cantwell's. same side of uh, Route 13. We're so yep. thrilled to have Cantwell's, yeah. uh, to yeah. be able to walk there in the summer and mm-hmm. have, have lunch. Um, but last year, we, were, we greeted 49,000 user visits. Wow people through our doors and that's people who just come for programming or people who just stroll in for a new book we have all you know new bestsellers magazines we have a fabulous and very scholarly delaware history collection um, of articles books written by and about uh, the eastern shore of Maryland and Delaware. So so really that collection is very well known and very scholarly. So we'll get the occasional person who's doing genealogy or, you know, I just bought this old house in town. Can you help me find information about it? Mm-hmm. And that's fun to do mm-hmm. too. Now, are there times of the year when you're busier? Is Does, does uh, attendance increase in the summer? Because I know you have special summer programming. Well, in the summer when schools are out, uh, our attend our attendance does increase. It gets it gets crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, last year, our summer reading program we had over seven hundred kids sign up for it. Mm-hmm. And again, this is a pretty little library. Mm-hmm. Um, and we use uh, again we use Division of the Arts money to help pay for a lot of the programming that we do in the summer. And our quest is to reach out to kids and just keep them involved in learning and reading and and um, we have lots of stem activities as i said we have a, a 3d printer that we use we have a mm-hmm. wind tunnel that we use um, so there's really summer peaks but truly all the time we're busy mm-hmm. because we try to do the programming that will reach out and bring people in all the time now where do you draw uh attendance from is it do you expand out into the Middletown and Townsend? Oh, yes, absolutely, and, yeah. absolutely. Odessa's a pretty small little village. Right, right. So we do expand to the MOT, Middletown, Odessa, Townsend community. Mm-hmm. But we also reach um, people from from all over Newcastle County mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. have who have heard of us, who know that we have really fantastic programming going on. Mm-hmm. And we're also known um, as a very friendly and and happy place mm-hmm. so you come in and my staff is so warm and so friendly people just i mean we're not we're not rural oriented mm-hmm. or, or mm-hmm. grouchy at right. all. Yeah. so we're really we're we welcome anybody who mm-hmm. comes we're very happy to see anybody who comes through our doors now do you see uh do you serve uh, uh homeschool uh, populations and uh, some of the preschool age uh, absolutely. Uh, community. Absolutely, we do serve. Excuse me, we do serve homeschools. Um, we are regularly visited by preschool classes. Mm-hmm. We provide programming for homeschoolers who uh, use us as a resource or use our meeting rooms as a as a place to to meet. Um, just this past Friday, we had a big homeschool 3D printer class where the kids it, it was for te- homeschooled teens mm-hmm. but they were able to get online and and uh design an object and then send it to the printer and then print and that's mm. it, it's really fun to be able to see that sort of thing that's great now we, we just have a couple minutes left so i'm going to ask you uh, are there any particular 
uh, programs coming up or programs that you've had in the past that you've found real just you know <laughs> sort of the highlights of of you know <clears throat> you know young people's engagement or interest or truly almost everything we do it thrills us we're just so excited for all of our all of our artists and our performers um, <clears throat> next week on March. Uh, I believe it's Mar- well March eighth. We have uh, Una dos tres con Andres, who again is the Latin Latin Grammy winner. He's fabulous, just fabulous. Wednesday, uh, let's see, Wednesday, February twenty second, we have Silly Goose and Val, and those are performers from a now defunct children's pro uh, children's television program in Baltimore, kind of. Uh, sort of a Sesame Street program. So those two people are coming next Wednesday. They, we have not seen I, them before. Um, and then, <clears throat> excuse me, we have, in the summertime, we always try to get new new acts that the kids have not seen. One of our favorite, favorite, favorite people is Clem Bowen, who is a mm. storyteller from Pennsylvania. He's the most gifted storyteller I've ever met. He can look outside and, and see a, a baby bird and, and tell preschoolers a story for half an hour about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. And then he encourages them to check out books about baby birds, to go home and draw a picture of baby birds. He really makes it the full package of learning and, and, and entertainment. And he's fabulous. We, we love to have him. And the little bit of time we have left, I neglected to ask you how people can find out more information about well, the Corbett Calloway Memorial nice Library. Nice question. <laughs> we, have a, uh, we have a website, corbettlibrary.org. We have a very vibrant Facebook page that has tons of awesome pictures and videos and and kind of shows what we're doing. Um, Our phone number is 302-378-8838. And let me also say, um, in May, this coming May, we will have, on May 6th, we'll continue a tradition that we've had for many years called Mayfest in Odessa, which is a town-wide party. Someone said this reminds me of a Miami a Miami party, and it's a fundraiser for children's programming. Well, that sounds great. Karen Quinn, thank you so much for joining us Thank today. you.